Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Bob Mendelson, and this is the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Happy New Year 2023. Today we'll be talking about normal and newness, and how does that work? Stay tuned. Thanks for joining me for this Bob's Your Uncle podcast season three, episode eight. Of note, the opinions are strictly my own, and be sure that I'll welcome yours as well. Thanks. I hope you enjoy Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto in E minor. You can now find us and comment to us wherever you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Spotify, the list goes on, but I won't. We want to see and hear you, so please, tell us more and let's see where the Spirit leads us. Whether you're at home, online, on the road with me in your headset at the gym, or out for your evening constitutional, wherever you get your podcast, that's where we will be. Thanks for being with us these 18 minutes. Historical Marker of the Week. On this date in history, 24 January, congratulations to Mary Lou Retton, who turns 55 today, and Neil Diamond, who is still singing Sweet Caroline at age 82. Historically, some other things happened, like in 41 CE, shortly after declaring himself a god, Gaius Caligula, emperor from 37, was assassinated by two Praetorian tribunes. In 1656, Jacob Lumbroso became the first Jewish doctor in the United States. He arrived in Maryland. And in 1943, Hitler ordered his troops to fight to the death in Stalingrad. And that's the historical marker of the week for 24 January. I greeted you with Happy New Year, which is still appropriate to do, I suppose, until when? When's good time to stop saying that? Well, here in Australia, we have it easy because this week we have Australia Day, which for some is an invasion day and for others a celebration of all things Australia, including lamb and the Melbourne Australian Open. For all kinds of people, it's all kinds of things, mostly related to school and holidays and vacations. But it comes around every year, like a cycle, like a calendar. So when we say Happy New Year, we want to make things new and different, but it still seems the same, doesn't it? I mean, here it is summer, and some days are hotter than others, and some people go to the beach. The other day, it was at uh, Manley's Shelley Beach, where a shark attacked and killed a dolphin. That's new. But they say, no, 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 there are sharks all over the place. Well, it is an ocean, and it does belong to them and not to us. I suppose that makes sense. But what's new for you? You know, in Hebrew, uh, we might say machadash, what's new? Or 
uh, sometimes you greet one another with that same thing in English. Hey, what's new? How how you going? What's what's happening? Meaning what is currently happening, not what was happening, and maybe something's new and different with you. Oh, look, you got a new hair color. Oh, look, you got a new uh, t-shirt or new shoes. I like that. What did you get for Christmas? What did you get for Hanukkah? Uh, what did you do over the holidays? So we want to hear reports of people's new adventures, but don't they actually all begin to sound alike after a while? Oh yeah, we got on the road, we drove over to Adelaide for the tour down under, and we saw this and we saw that. Okay, uh, that, was that your first time seeing a bunch of cyclists from around the globe? Yeah, it actually was. Okay, so that's new. But at the end of each stage, uh, each daily race, all these competitors in different colors and different shapes all drove across the finish line and the one who won was ahead by 0.001 second and increased his overall lead or her overall lead to 3.2 seconds. At the end of each day, I wondered if those people were thinking, wonder what's new. And sometimes we get bored with same old, same old. People switch jobs, people switch partners, people switch activities because, well, I've done that for five years. I've had that person in my life for six years. Uh, it's time to shake things up a bit. And I, I appreciate that. There's a, a need for newness in our lives. I mean, the sun comes up, uh, it's a new day dawning, and uh, but it, then it sets. And then there's this beauty of sunsets but really, the sunrise and the sunset, my goodness, it doesn't that happen pretty much every day? I mean, you, you might have clouds disturbing it. You might have snow in Kansas City. That's what I read, um, where the Kansas City Chiefs continue to win in, in football. That, that's pretty exciting for me. But, you know, after five years, six years of they're always in this position at the playoff time, does that get boring to you? Does sameness mean boredom? I hope not. I hope that you continue to experience sunrise and sunset and that that's never boring to you. My daughter had a book that I saw in November when I was visiting her over in the U.S. and it was called The Myth of Normal, written by a Hungarian Jewish doctor who lives in Vancouver, British Columbia now. And it's a tome, my goodness, uh, it was, I'm, I'm showing you <laughs> how thick that book was. Um, it took, I think, his son 18 hours to read it onto an audiobook. It's pretty impressive, and it has data and statistics from all over the globe, a lot from Canada, about medical procedures and what's normal and what's abnormal and what should be normal. I really encourage you to read it if you've got 18 hours, you want to listen to it on an audiobook, that's fine, or you want to read the tome, um, it will be well worth your reading. I'm not sure that I agree with everything he said, but he experienced trauma, of course, being born during the Holocaust, 1944, I believe, and he uh, experienced a lot of continuing troubles as a child of a Holocaust surviving community. What is normal for him? And then the grandson who read that, who also became 
a physician, if I remember right. What is it that is normal and what is and what does stress cause and what does trauma cause? And I tell you, it was a, a well worth it read. But it got me thinking about newness and normalcy in 2023. Where am I going to be? This is the beginning of my last year as the leader of the organization Jews for Jesus in Australia. Uh, come end of September, beginning of October, that's going to change. A couple of years ago, I was the chairman of the board of Pickleball Australia and gave that up so that I could do well in the terminus of my career, so that I could spend more time with family, so that I could travel a bit more. And I felt an ending to something that I'd begun with a pendulum swing and felt good about the work that I'd done. I was the president of Pickleball in New South Wales, and I've slowly, I'm sorry, uh, not slowly, <laughs> I've watched from a distance, sometimes from up close, the slow continuing growth of Pickleball. 8,000 players now, 4,000 paying members of the, the association. That's fantastic in just five years. What is that really going to do? There's the Major League Pickleball happening in the United States with various prominent sports people uh, buying teams and setting up a, a league and tournaments and such. Well, it's pretty exciting. But at the end of the day, for so many, it's just a game and they play that game and they enjoy that game and that's good. Recreation matters. Recreation really matters. But, you know, some people that I was playing with over in Adelaide last week um, said, yeah, I'm kind of bored. I mean, I play with the same people. So I said, well, shake it up, play with different people, go to different venues, go to different states, go to other countries and play. It's happening globally. But is difference necessarily that which is going to cause a non-boredom to happen in your life? The scriptures teach us a lot of things. One of the most beautiful things that I remember is from uh, the Older Testament, where it says that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So it's a prayer. It's an acclamation of who God is and his character. He loves. It's his action. It's his nature to love. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. They're new every morning. <laughs> Wait a minute. They're the same, aren't they? If it's his love, I mean, it's sort of like your grandmother, isn't it? I mean, she loves you. You know, that was that was love. And the, the wet kisses on the cheek, isn't that good? And the, the little snowballs with coconut and, and whipped cream in between the vanilla wafers, isn't that love? Isn't that a grandmother's love? Isn't that the steadfast love of the Lord? Well, it's not just the sameness, it's the great overwhelming feeling that you and I can experience as we enter into a relationship with God. How different is that than a relationship with the uh, tax, the Australian tax office or with the IRS? How different is it when we have a relationship with a school teacher or a professor at university? 
with a boss or with a, an employee. Well, we can extend kindnesses. That's good. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. When I don't deserve it and when I think I do, the love of God never ceases. His mercies never come to an end, the scripture says. Never. When do I need mercy? <laughs> when I hope that I don't get what I do deserve, which is punishment and judgment and harsh criticism for the wrongs that I do, whether it's adding a little extra something or other into a formula that causes people to have troubles in the chemistry lab, or when you add a little too much sugar or vinegar to a recipe and it makes a mess of everything as you serve that to your friends who attend. Look, when you do wrong, and those are just minimal things, when you do wrong to other people, when you hate in your heart, when you harbor resentment, harbor resentment, when you have in your place of your heart a place that's big enough to put a ship and you harbor resentment there towards your fellow man or fellow woman, your sister, your cousin, or somebody who's just not like you, doesn't smell like you, eat like you, dress like you, and you harbor resentment, isn't that not love? Well, his mercies never come to an end. I deserve, I deserve all of the troubles. Hmm. I deserve all the troubles that I cause other people. But God's mercies never come to an end. That's new. That's newness. The newness of forgiveness. The newness of fresh. Uh, I just ponder that. I don't know if you've gone out early in the morning and you've seen the morning dew and it's fresh as it sits there on the flowers or even on the leaves outside your place. Uh, new every morning. Great is God's faithfulness. Well, that's what I'm thinking of as we enter into this new year. Happy Australia Day or whatever you call 26 January in where you live. Um, maybe you just call it 26 January, <laughs> as you will. May you find newness in freshness in the mercies and ever loving kindnesses of God when you don't deserve it. And if you think you do deserve it, may you remember his kindnesses throughout your days. Shalom. By the way, the biblical reference that I gave you is from the prophet Jeremiah in his book Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. What do you think about all this? Write me on bobmendo at aol.com or comment or even video to me on Instagram or Twitter at bobsyourunclepc. I'd love to know what you think about all this. Don't forget to post a review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcasts. And also, don't forget to subscribe.
Every week we read from the number one bestseller of all time, the Bible. And this week is no different. But of course, I've already read it to you from the weeping prophet. Odd to think of Jeremiah, who lamented so much, being this master of a word of hope, a hope of relief. Why? Because we're so strong? <laughs> no, because God is a God of mercy. I am so grateful to know him and to hope you can get to know him personally yourself. Shalom. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to the podcast and hit like if your app asks for that as well. We can use all the good speak we can get. And your podcast app will notify you of the next episode, which, by the way, will be next Tuesday. Until then, from me, Bob Mendelson, when things seem bleak or uncertain, look up to God. He's in his heaven, and Bob's your uncle. Shalom from Sydney. <laughs>